You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hello there. Welcome to Club Nintendo Level 182. This is part one with me and John. Welcome, John. How's it going? Hey, what's up, Tim? Hey, a lot. It's been a, been a bit, a lot of catch up on, and uh, I wanted to first uh, kick it off by mentioning this is part one. Uh, Aaron will be here for part two. Um, me and John are going to go over kind of the quarterly earnings and what we're playing, some miscellaneous things. And I wanted to start off with uh, your little uh, science project, and uh, <laughs> we're not talking about Labo. We're, we're talking about Joy-Con surgery. So, uh, yeah. yeah what you, would you, what'd you end up doing here? So uh, you can see here, if you're watching video, if you're not, I'll describe it to you. I have my Switch with... Two Joy-Con you can't normally get. I did mod some Joy-Con, and I have the uh, I don't even know what the color they call. It. I think the, it's like, the N64 transparent. Uh, transparent, yeah. It's not the purple like everyone really likes. It's like the blue or green. I think it's more blue. Yeah, but it's yeah like a teal. It's teal, yeah. It's more like the teal. Um, and the biggest, the biggest reason I did this is well, I now have a D-pad on my uh, left Joy-Con, which is glorious. It is. <laughs> glorious is it uh, like is it as responsive as a normal d-pad because i mean you have the four buttons you're just like putting uh a thing over it it right? is i mean it, it's super responsive and the reason it really is it is def- definitely still four buttons kind of separate underneath but i think the pro controller one is kind of like that too okay might be a little different um but the fact that you can slide your finger from mm, one direction yeah. without that bump a seamless slide really makes a huge difference. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I got these guys. I went on Amazon. Um, I've been thinking about doing this for a while. I finally just pulled the trigger and did it. There was like 30 bucks for these shells. Okay. So you can, you can buy like it for like a hundred or 20 bucks, 120 bucks. Like there's a good markup for someone to do this for you basically. Yeah, I saw on eBay someone they were selling for around 100 maybe a little bit more for someone to do this for you. For a single Joy-Con, too, uh, Was right? it? Really? No, it was like a was pair. Was it a pair? It was a yeah. pair. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it wasn't like if you've ever done any sort of like cell phone repair or like electronics repair, it's pretty easy. It's definitely... Uh, How, I could see- I, was it scary at any point that you thought you'd just ruin your... Forty fifty dollars Joy-Con. No, I was never. It was never at a point where I thought, "Oh, I can't go back. I'm stuck. I've ruined this." It was never like that. It uh, the first one definitely took longer than the second one. I'll say that. Um, but did the you sec- start with the D-pad one? Started with the D-pad one, yeah, because I was just excited to see uh, how yeah. that one came out. Um, obviously, the second one I'd even use the guide on. I just kind of did it, and the second one actually was a lot different, and I didn't even think about it because of the IR sensor and the or the IR camera. And that alone made it a lot different because that is nowhere to be found on the other one, obviously. Right. Um, yeah. But yeah, they're, they're about 30 bucks. They have tons of colors. Some of them have D-pads. Some of them don't. Obviously, I opted for the ones with a D-pad. Or and it came, no. with, came with tools to do this? It did not come with tools, which kind of sucks. So for if you don't <laughs> have the tools, which I already did, um, you got to spend like another, another 10, 15, which kind of sucks. Yeah. Um, I mean, some people are making a business out of doing this and going on eBay. Like that's a thing. I don't know how successful they are. Mm, if, uh, yeah. Honestly. Might, yeah. I don't know how much money you're going to be, if it's worth the investment because I don't know. They, I don't know how much upsell they could really make on these considering they're, you know, it's like, how much is it for two Joy-Con? Like if you buy them retail, 
If you buy them retail, it's like eighty, right? Way too much. Um, it's like seventy nine. I think you can. Yeah, I think you can find some for. I think sixty is the low end. You're gonna find some gray ones for that are on sale. Maybe I think you're in the yeah. sixty to seventy range buying them. At first, I was gonna do my gray ones, but then I decided my gray ones were only like subtle ones that I. Owned. I I knew, John. What are you saying? This oh, this is an opportunity for you to get rid of your <laughs> hate. You, you hate. You hate the red neon. I do. They I do are the most hated color of all. I, the they are. Ones. They are. I, I think I have the shells. I don't know where they are. You didn't yeah, like I melt them? Like, melt them, no. <laughs> I kept them, but I was very happy to see them go because it's not, yeah, it's not my favorite color. This no. color is like a thousand percent better. Agreed. Uh, the- no, no, John, as you know, I have like I have all the Joy-Cons, um, but I don't have D-pad Joy-Cons. So, I mean, yeah, this, this is, is intriguing. This is intriguing. This, like, just for like, I did this honestly just to play Pac-Man Championship Edition. <laughs> it was worth it because it's way easier to play in handheld mode now with that. Yeah. Uh, the plastic does feel a little bit different. It's not bad. It's just different. Um, and it, they're a little bit thicker, hmm. a tiny bit thicker than the other Joy-Cons. So Are the buttons as clicky? Uh, does, it feel, does it feel? It feels just as good. Okay. Um, so they come with, when you buy them, the ones I came with, came with new buttons you can replace. They're the colorful kind. I opted to keep the original and just move the originals over one because I thought the black and the, the green or the, the teal looked really much better together. Yeah. Um, and second, I just didn't trust their buttons. Like I really just, you know, one of the ones Nintendo made. Yeah. And, and then the D pad is and then the D pad, obviously. And plus yeah. the D pad was black. So I didn't see the point of having colorful buttons in a black deep. Like it just yeah, didn't, when I was looking, didn't make sense I was, to me. I was looking at getting some white joy cons. Mm, yeah. Those look fire that they look really good yeah that, if i was to do this that would be the that'd be tempting the white ones um transparent is very cool of course yeah transparent is cool you can see the kind of light flashing through where the you know the the sink or the you know oh which, yeah which color you know which number controller are you which is kind of cool um i would totally do the system it's kind of got me interested in modding the system oh, but it, oh, but no. until oh, no. No, until there's cloud save save back there's yeah. no way in hell i'm gonna i did it. see that <laughs> as a, a thing people are doing but i would not want to touch yeah, that yeah at all. uh the day that nintendo is cloud saves i will totally do it yeah right now it's like okay you're my precious so you're not gonna be harmed yeah no no, no, no tampering no way yeah that's happening but the joy con like if you're interested you have extra pairs it's totally worth it i'd say go for it very cool very cool uh and yeah i guess i have no more questions than that um yeah, I'm very happy. I like. I don't regret doing it at all. Is there um, a market of re- of selling your red neon shells? Shells? Is that a market of the original OEM shells? Uh, I, I doubt it. Okay, hang on to them. Hey, you may want them back someday. Yeah, and I was. Oh, yeah, this is the thing. I can only switch them back. It's funny because when I pair the controllers to the system, it still oh, thinks the I, colors, it still yeah. thinks I have red controllers, and I don't. Yet. I guess that the the system's ability to know what color it is is really mind boggling, especially when I have. All, like all the colors, yeah. um, especially in Labo, it'll represent the Joy Cons in the game, and it's fun to just swap out the Joy Cons. I would like go to the controller screen and re uh, repair which one I want to use. Yeah, and I load up the game just instantly. It's the new color. It's like that's a that's really awesome. nice touch. Yeah, uh, so I'll be talking more with Labo with uh, with with uh, Aaron, but I just want to say. Yeah. 
I didn't I'm get so, it. So so happy, it so happy to have this piano. It is. That it is looks every... very. Uh, I mean, we could. Uh, how about that UPS uh, shipping system? Oh gosh, I really want <laughs> UPS to sell that. They would become a much more successful company if they started making Labo accessories. I believe. What if they? What if they do sell that and you just, you're unaware of it? They, they you, don't. It's did a you check? Video. Did you check? I did not yet. It uh, looked like wasn't that an official UPS video? It was an official video. So if you didn't see this UPS. Uh, made like a Labo parody video of them. They're, you know, we're experts at cardboard. So we made, you know, uh, luggage basically of uh, Labo storage, kind of like a Pelican case for your Labo made out of cardboard. And uh, I, Nintendo uh, retweeted this for them. And uh, <laughs> I would love to get that, you know, uh, a little cardboard case for my cardboard. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, uh, I should mention we are uh, less. We're about an hour and twenty minutes away from Tropical Freeze's uh, launch, so be ready to be frozen by some tropical Donkey Kongs. I guess. I hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, really close. Yeah, comes uh, out at midnight. It is preloaded, and I will play at least a couple levels before going to bed. Um, and then you can also now preload uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition. So. Uh, that is preloaded, so I got all the Wii U classics. I'm a Switch, ready to go. When does that come out? When does that's, that's two weeks, so May 18th, I believe. Next, they all, uh, they already let you pre-download it. That's yeah. so soon. And that was the timing for Donkey Kong. It's about two weeks before. Is seems what Nintendo is doing there. Yeah, and then um, as far as other new dates and stuff. We now know that Luminous Remastered will be launching on June 26th. Um, Ikaruga coming out really soon. This is a really this is a classic um, shooter from the Dreamcast era, I believe, and that's coming May 29th. It's going to support vertical switch mode, where you put your mobile system, uh, handheld system, tabletop system, vertical. And mm-hmm. you'll be able to play a shooter how it was meant to be played. I joke because it was originally a TV game, but this is, you know, <laughs> the better version of how that was supposed to be, you know. So that's coming out. Um, I've only heard amazing things about that. I've never played it. Have you played Dekaruga before? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. Um, and then the other date, we now know about Wolfenstein's release date on Switch. And that is coming June, June, June 29th. So just a few days after um, Luminary is remastered. So um, all very, very exciting stuff. I, I'm excited for Wolfenstein. I'm playing Doom again, John. I'm actually going to finish it this time. I'm probably five chapters into it, and I'm, I'm finally getting good at this game. It's, <laughs> it's taking you that long? It's taking me a little bit. You know, I get a hang of it. Uh, you got most way through that, or finished it, or how far did you get into it? I played a lot, like a lot of the arcade mode, mm-hmm. and I probably only played about a third of the single player. Okay, would you I ever go a, back to finish? Yeah, it? Yeah, I definitely go back. Yeah, I played a little bit online, but I found it very. Uh, mm, <laughs> mm, You'd rather be playing Splatoon for that? Yeah, I would. Yeah, it's yeah. very. Uh, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> The campaign's intense, even on like the "I don't want to die" mode. It's still, I still feel 
Uh, yeah, I played it on the pretty on one of the easier modes when I played. Yeah, just because it's you know it's still a hard. I, it's I'm, still pretty I'm not hard. Good, I'm not good at this stuff, so it's still hard to me. Uh, I gotta say though, this gyro aiming, I, I'm I, I play I beat God of War, Matt, uh, really great game. If I had one complaint though, they need freaking enable those gyros <laughs> on the Dual Shock to fine tune your axe throwing. It would make those controls uh, a thousand times better for fine tuning those those axe throws. I don't get why these other platforms don't don't have this as an option. It's they need to play the switch and play some Splatoon and figure out what's up. You know, it's a li- isn't Wolf on, or excuse me isn't Doom's a little different from uh, Splatoon? I've heard that. I feel like I played it and it felt like pretty much the same. Doom felt great with the gyro. Like I, I've been using that, and it's like, ooh, this feels nice. Both handheld and TV. It's just like this is just how aiming should be for shooters. It's yeah. I haven't. I didn't play it in handheld. I would feel like that wouldn't work too well because you're not moving it a lot. It's fine. It's fine tuning. Fine tuning. Yeah, you're finishing off the last little bit of it. Um. Yeah. So. And then uh, Lightfall came out. Uh, that was a game that caught my eye during the Nintendo Direct. That's the one where it's like that really cool black art style with the cube that spawns underneath you. Uh, getting Got good reviews. I've not had a chance to pick it up yet. Uh, I did pick up Celeste, so I'm finally playing through that. Um, but uh, did Lightfall, is that one that you're looking into getting at some point soon? or? You are muted, John, right now. I know. What's what? what uh, oh, sorry, didn't realize you are back. <laughs> uh, so lights out. Or uh, uh, light falls out now, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely want it. it I like the art style a lot. Um, I haven't had too many platformers on the Switch yet. Obviously, Donkey Kong's coming out, but this one looks, you know, a little bit more original in some of its ideas, um, and it looks a little bit more speed runny. You know, you're definitely jumping. More continuous, I think, than some other platformers where you kind of sit and think. This one looks more uh, fast-paced. Yeah. So it looks good. How much is it? It's $15. That's not bad. Yeah. So, that, yeah, it's definitely one to keep your eye on. As uh, If you're looking for something to play, got a lull or have a airplane trip to go on, you know, this is a good one to pick up for that. Looks like it's got a good bit of awards or recognition for being a pretty good game. Yeah. Uh, Nintendo Life gave it an 8 out of 10. Which is pretty decent. Um, quarterly earnings. Do you want to dive into some of the news out of that? Uh, yeah, I actually haven't really looked too much into this. When did these come out? Uh, this was. I'm looking at our iMessage because I can't find all this information online. Um, I'm just <laughs> there. Uh, uh, this can uh, Thursday, April 26th. The last Thursday. Last Thursday. I want to start with John. System console sales. Where the Switch is right now and uh, how wild uh, this is. So uh, as of March 2018 and a little over a year on the market, Switch is at almost 18 million sold. That's insane. With 70 million units of software sold. Uh, That's even crazier. The software number is ridiculous. So it's like 69. Seven or something like that, and uh, or sorry, uh, eight, like seventeen point seven or something like very, very close to eighteen. This was end of March, and we're now in the beginning of May. So you gotta think like the switch is well in the eighteen and maybe a nineteen at this point. Like 
It's it's. What was the original estimate? Ten million the first year. Ten million the first year. I yeah, think. I think like they, March to March. Yeah. Yeah. So they they, they almost they did, doubled almost it. Almost doubled it. Yeah. And eighteen million. I, uh, in relation to the other systems. Uh, so first of all, the Wii U uh, that is now passed. Uh, <laughs> uh, and it's yeah no the Wii U is what around fifteen maybe fourteen not maybe? even it was like no, 13, 13? 13. Yeah. 13.5. So the Xbox One. Um, which launched in 2013, I want to say. Sounds about right. Yeah, about then. So they stopped reporting numbers at the high 20s. Because they got embarrassed? Uh, yeah, PlayStation, <laughs> as we'll talk about, has some, some rather impressive numbers. Aren't uh, they in the 40, 50 millions now? So my it's guess for Xbox... For Xbox, I'm guessing they're at most 40 million, but I'm guessing like mid-30s. And that leads me to believe in Switch's second year, they have a chance of surpassing Xbox One, which has been on the market for a substantially longer amount of time, if you know you can look at the math there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which is wild. Um, and the PlayStation is now at 79 million. It is killing it. Uh, 79 million. And... Uh, so the, it'll take a little bit longer for the Switch to catch up to that one. I'm not. Do, do you think the Switch will eventually catch PS4? Will this momentum continue? You think? I think by the. T- I think it's more likely Sony will move on to something else. Is that counting pr- pros and everything? That's click, yeah. That's, it's everything. It's all so Slims, yeah. originals, yeah. pros. Yeah, and the PS5. I think rumors are 2020 or 2021 to so launch. That far that. away, really? Um, I don't know. I would figure. They might move on to the next thing before Nintendo even have a chance to catch up. Well, you know? I mean, the life of the Switch versus the life of PS4. You know, whenever the Switch moves on to Switch 2, yeah, will it yeah. eventually catch whatever? Yeah, I don't know. I, I think it's very possible. I, I think, I mean, at this point, isn't the Switch like the best-selling system of all time? Out of the gate, yeah. It's the fastest-selling year one. It definitely beat PS2's year one, which was... Still a better year one than the PS4, I think, had, right? So it's definitely I think so, yeah. possible, I think. And I had my first sighting the day at Chipotle of a young uh, kid, maybe seven years old, walking around with his neon switch. It's like a little kid. He's yeah, walking around that. like like he has a, like a like a little Game Boy, like a little yeah, DS. I've, like, I've seen that, yeah. I've not seen that before. I've only seen older people with more money than like a parent actually <laughs> bought a kid a switch which is that's that's cool and maybe uh there i could see families where there are multiple switches in a household if th- there are multiple kids that all want it like that could be a thing yeah i mean this day and age i think that's probably definitely going to happen a lot yeah so uh that will definitely help with that being a thing the sales of that this is the. Did you see this number? This is the craziest number I think in these whole earnings report. Is that they they uh, they had an increase of five hundred and five percent in their uh, offer, operating profits from last year. Incredible. Five hundred and five percent increase. Incredible. Just insane. So, software numbers here. Mm, yeah, this is, where we get cra- this is very crazy. The attach rate of the switch, unbelievable. I mean. Uh, I mean, I contribute a lot because I, I, I have all the games, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look through the bestseller list of the Switch eShop. It's like, 
I have all of them. almost all of these, except for maybe three or four. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Super Mario Odyssey, 10.41 million copies sold out of the 18 million switches. So over 50% attach rate. Incredible. That's that's insane. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. You know, who cares about ports, John? Yeah, Why would right? you want a port? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we've got a 9.22 million. That's uh, 50% attach rate. It's more than the original game, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in one year. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, Breath of the Wild. Now officially the best-selling Zelda game of all time at 8.48 million copies. I believe that is just Switch, but that may be combined numbers between the two versions. Um, Splatoon 2. Over 6 million, 6.02. Really solid numbers here. Uh, Yeah, I'd like to point out that Splatoon is still in the top charts every week in Japan. Yeah, Japan, it it just kills. It's not going away, it seems like, in Japan. So that number is... I wouldn't be surprised if that number surpasses... Mario Kart and uh, Zelda by you know within a year or two. It like, is a very evergreen title. If yeah, ever was one. Plus, they keep adding content. Now, I wouldn't be surprised at E three. They're even like, hey, by the way, there's even more stuff coming. And that DLC things coming out. DLC's coming. Yeah, the three point so. update came out. Did you want to mention anything about that before we move on? It's a big update. Uh, it's a really big update. A lot of weapon tweaks. Um, a lot of tweaks to sub weapons, even special weapons. Uh, it's much more a very, very much more balanced. Um, Stingray, which is one of the specials, got a pretty big nerf. I mean, it is a is a lot to talk about in this update. Sure, uh, some of the weapons are my favorite weapons, like the ninety six gal, are back to being more uh, consistent, more accurate. Um, it's a really, really big update. It's more, it feels more stable. It feels, like I said, a lot more balanced. Uh, new maps, too, with this? New maps. They added... Uh, oh, Camp Triggerfish. So Camp Triggerfish, which is one of the maps from Splatoon 1. Very popular. Is back. Uh, I've been playing it all week. It is awesome to finally... It, like, it feels <laughs> like it's been... It has been, I guess, almost a year since I played it. So it's awesome to have that back. Obviously, there's more stages coming. Um, they added four new weapons with the update. So they added... A lot of weapons actually in with the update. There's new gear. There's um, new music. Too, there's new music. Heard, they added, right? there's, yeah. They added a two or three new tracks. Um, and and here, I don't know if I've mentioned this on the show before, but the music in Splatoon 2 is definitely not as good as the music in Splatoon 1. Um, and these, yeah, new, sure. these, new, these new tracks definitely bring it more up to par with the original. Good. Um, yeah, the boss fight of Splatoon 1 is still the memory of the music. Just yeah. like... I, I could just listen to that all day. Every, that. Yeah, everything in Splatoon 2 is better but the music. Like, the music <laughs> is just better in Splatoon 1. And the, I, it feels more like the Splatoon 2 music is so Mario Kart-y. It kind of feels more hmm. Mario Kart-y to me than yeah. Splatoon. That makes sense. Um, but they added a couple new tracks, which, again, make it a lot better. Okay. Anything else on the 3.0? I mean, it kind of paves the way from the DLC this summer. Or yeah, is it set, not related at all? Or? Uh, it's not related. I'm sure there's, like, you know... I'm sure there's some stuff that's getting them ready for and all that stuff, but uh, it is a it is a big update. The E3 tournament, any implications of this update with that tournament? Well, I did I did watch on Saturday. They had some tournaments from Nintendo. um, Was hosting some Splatoon tournaments. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, I, I guess it, the people players just have to adapt and be they, ready for. Oh yeah, they have to be ready for the new build like as soon as it's out. Like they don't have any time to like get ready or anything. Uh, it doesn't sound like it might be a big deal, but like any like tweak of a weapon that you're used to can make a pretty big difference when you're. Imagine, John, if they drop 3.0, like at the tournament for uh e3 and how much of a like just yeah, players would, have to adopt adapt uh then and there that would it, have been wild it, it would definitely throw off some game styles like you know i would, you have, I would love to see that of like yeah. players learning on the, <laughs> on the be, fly yeah, yeah that'd be so entertaining <laughs> it took me a couple of days to get used to some of the changes and i'm i like it it's good yeah cool uh other software sales uh for the first year one two switch job 2.29 oh, million copies that's of cr- that that's, ridiculous game. That's too much. Oh, that is too much because it outsold ARMS at 1.85 million. <laughs> well, it did come out like three months before it, right? True. So there's it was a launch title. Uh, and then closing out, seven, uh, the seventh best-selling t- title, Xenoblade Chronicles 2, my one of my favorite games on the Switch. 1.31 million. Really, uh, really solid for JRPG like that. That's really solid. I mean... That's really solid for that just uh, that not genre that uh, franchise, right? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely the best-selling Xenoblade to date. Yeah, I mean, a couple of years ago, we didn't even have these games in the U.S., and now they're selling millions. So. Yeah, at first, Nintendo was hesitant, like this won't sell in the states, and there's a big uh, Operation um, Rainfall or whatever it was called to get it over <laughs> here. It was a big deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was. And, and now, now, now it, it's a huge yeah. franchise for them, and it's one of my favorite franchises, uh, as you know. Uh, burning through all three of them within a month or two. <laughs> um, uh, the last game on the list, Kirby Star Allies, at 1.29 million. Now this is uh, as of March 2018, and this game launched in February, so within a month. This that's is pretty always... awesome. Yeah, that's like crazy awesome for Kirby. Kirby doesn't really sell that well. I mean, it sells okay, but it's never like. Well, maybe it sells better than I think. But, I think it yeah. sells better than you think, but yeah, still a month on. That's a really that's, yeah. That's good really seller. really good. Uh, so th- though that's the software sales, uh, the the next thing we we have to mention is there is a new president. As we we all knew uh, when this past president was there, it was an interim president. As he was a transitional president designed to help you know spearhead them into the the next era with Switch, and I would say did a pretty decent job with that. Uh, yeah, you could say you could say that again. So. Um, Tatsumi Kimishima, uh, Kimishima, sorry, he's going to step down. He's going to be replaced by 46-year-old Shintaro Furukawa. I think I got that right. Furukawa. Sounds uh, right. Yeah. And so his past uh, with Nintendo, he joined Nintendo 1994. He has been an outside director of the Pokemon series since 2012 and has been managing executive officer officer, supervisor of corporate analysis and administrative division and director of Nintendo since 2016. Uh, So he's been with Nintendo for a while. Uh, He is a guy that plays games, enjoys games. Uh, He's not not a developer, but he really appreciates what Nintendo does, which uh, hasn't always been the case. I believe one of the original Nintendo presidents, maybe the second one, didn't really play games, but he was good at leading the company. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah. it's not always the case. A good president is not always a video game player. So, um, what are what are your thoughts on this this, this change? Uh, it's it sounds like a fresh 
uh, kind of like a fresh take on Nintendo because he's it's if you haven't heard, I've read a little bit into him, but it sounds like he's they've actually given him they they've kind of known that he was going to be taking over because he's spent the past two years pretty much planning out the future of Nintendo apparently. So he's like, he has the next couple, next couple decades, I think planned out as far as where the company's going. So he's, he sounds like a pretty, pretty bright, pretty you know, good guy. Um, I, I have heard that he does play games, uh, that he had an NES growing up that he played, you know, all the, you know, tons of NES games and all that. So that makes me super happy to know that he's going to be, uh, He's in the gamer mindset and he's going to, you know, not, you know, hopefully have the last say on some decisions that, you know, could sway things uh, the way that gamers want. I think, you know, that's a that's a good thing. Um, I think it's exciting. He's pretty young, very young, actually, to lead a, a, a yeah. big company like Nintendo, um, especially in Japan, where, you know, it's very uh, the culture there is, you know, very, uh, uh, you know, ma- maturity is very, uh, you know, very important over there. So having someone so young is very interesting to see. Um, but I think they are looking for, a, 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 you know, someone with a fresh take on a lot of stuff, which I'm I'm happy for. Yeah. And also note, uh, Takashi Tezuka is a new member of the board, as well as Yoshaki Kozumi. Uh, they are now on the board of Nintendo, which uh, you may have recognized their names. They are very involved with the Mario series and uh, yeah. m- many of the other series. And... Um, uh, another thing of note uh, I see here from a recent kind of interview here um, that Mr. Kimishima has shown through his own actions what it means to manage a company collectively rather than relying on the efforts of a single person. Now I understand my role as one of continuing on the same course, which is very smart not to think you're the smartest person in the room and like hire people smarter than yourself and like depend on that. So I'm glad to hear that um, that's how they're doing things. So, Yeah, it sounds like he wants a, a very collaborative uh, – he has a very collaborative style. Yeah, which – yeah, I'm definitely – yeah, all for that. Um, some other things of note. Uh, Nintendo says it's not trying to innovate. It's trying to find ways to make people happy. And uh, I love that quote. I mean, I mean, you can – yeah, I guess it's they're innovating through happiness, John. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, the bottom line is the quality of the end product that those students created doesn't really matter to me. How they kept their focus, what they thought throughout those years, that's what's important to me. We like our staff members to be as creative as possible, and creative people should not just listen to their bosses saying, yes, sir, or yes, ma'am. I want them to ask themselves, is this instruction correct? So, I don't know, yeah. Um, some more uh, numbers. Uh, SNES Classic: five point two eight million units sold worldwide. Uh, pretty wow! Uh, and they didn't even want to. They didn't even want to keep making those. Yeah, and uh, those pop up still for sale every now and then. Um, so they 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 did learn their lesson from the NES. Uh, so I would I would say this is a success, and that we should expect an N sixty four Classic this year. Uh, are you on board with that uh, train of thought? Uh, what would say that again? I'd say this is a success, and I'd expect uh, N64 oh, oh, Classic oh, oh. Uh, to to succeed that this year. I would, but uh, did, haven't they? Didn't they announce each one of these like in April of 
I, Each year. I thought they were announced in like summer was July it summer? or something. Was it? Okay, I don't remember. At some random Tuesday, not some event. They just like, hey, this is going to be a thing. I know they were both announced around the same time. Classic announcement. Let me look up the date for the last year's. Uh, it was June. Okay, so June. Yeah, we got time. Yeah. Yeah, I want to. I of course I want to see it. I mean, this is. I think NC4 has a heck of a lot of nostalgia for most people <sighs> of age right now. That's yeah. the system I'm most nostalgic for. Yeah, those it's, licensing though. It's gonna be the hardest product to make because it's gonna look the crappiest if you don't do any work in making it look good. There, um, there's a couple mods I've seen of N64s that do a good job of cleaning up the jaggies and the the, the and, frame rates and the all the stuff and the whole controller situation. Rumble Pack, I feel, is key for like what the N64 was to me. Mm. And will that continue on? I don't know. I think it's going to go up another twenty dollars. So every every it year the, the system is twenty more dollars. The mini GameCube. Yeah, I mean, people would pay that more and more. Um, yeah, another quote about the new president. I grew up with. I grew up playing the Famicom and come from that generation. Now as a member of management with Super Mario's creator, Miyamoto, I have a lot of respect for him. On the other hand, with this new job, that can't just be it. So I expect to say what needs to be said to run the company. Um, yeah. And then um, he's fluent in English, and uh, that's something of note as well. So that's, that's, that's cool. <laughs> um, Bayonetta 2, John. Uh, you know, the classic, the Nintendo classic. Yep. Uh, so they did some interesting numbers. Uh, it outsold the Wii U version in the same amount of time, which to me means it hasn't outsold the Wii U version in totality, but just its launch numbers so far have been better. Yeah, I think that make that sounds right. Yeah. Um, which, that's kind of what I'd expect. Yeah, and I think it, it will eventually surpass it. Oh yeah, I mean the Wii U one. I don't even know if you could go out and buy it after like six months. Like you know, it was just gone. They re-released it as uh, Bayonetta two without the pack and disc for. That one. was like eighteen months later, though. That was like took forever. <laughs> uh yeah. Um, but yeah, four hundred thousand copies sell through rate in the first whatever amount of time. I've not seen in the chart what that is. A nine first nine weeks after release, four hundred thousand almost. That's pretty good. Yeah, it's decent for for that kind of uh, that kind of game. And uh, Bayonetta three, they're saying Platinum Games is saying will be crazier, better, and tighter. Uh, they know that fans expect crazier, better, tighter action games. If they're going to put out Bayonetta three, it's going to have to raise the bar. So <laughs> I'm anxious to see what that is because Bayonetta two was. A massive improvement over one, and I'm curious to see what they'll do with three to make that even better. So, yeah, excited, excited to see where that, that amazing story goes, John. It's quite the <laughs> cinematic story. Um, and then uh, we got some E3 information. We're uh, gonna have the Splatoon 2 World Tournament uh, go on starting Monday, June. Oh wait, uh, June 11th. Um, and then there's the championship finals on Tuesday. I don't know. There's some stuff going on with Splatoon. 
Um, video presentation. This is a big thing. Um, I'm on Nintendo Life. They, they only give me the United Kingdom time for the presentation, John. Whoops. Ah. Uh, well, that's where they're uh, from. It's what, eight hour difference? Five? It's five, right? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. It's at it's at five PM UK time, uh, Tuesday, June twelfth, so I'm imagining sometime in the morning on uh, the twelfth. Tuesday, June twelfth. Then uh Trios Live right after the presentation. Um Yeah, so uh, what do you expect from E three? Uh, is it gonna be just this the Smash Brothers blowout this year? Yeah. I expect Smash. I expect, uh, like I said, more Splatoon updates. I expect, um, <clears throat> I th- I think one more game for the fall and holiday. I'm like a surprise it- announcement, or is it going to be Fire Emblem or something we know about, like Yoshi? Well, well, I think we'll I think we'll see more about Fire Emblem. I think Yoshi's like fifty fifty. Honestly, it's like one of those things they could put on the back burner and no one would really miss. You know. Um, I, I expect one more game for the fall, like, like Animal, Animal Crossing. Crossing. Yeah, yeah, I do. Pokemon. I, I really do. Yeah. Um, I don't expect Nintendo to give everything away before yeah. E3. Um, but I do expect, yeah, something big for the holidays other than Smash. Yeah. I'm, I I want to know what that surprise game is. I think there will be one. I think it's got to be Animal Crossing. It's been, it's been, it's been so like long. five, five, six years. Yeah. Since the last one. So, yeah, it's been, been a bit. And you know they were working on the Wii U. I mean, it just it's it's. I think it's time. Yeah, uh, New Leaf came out the year we started this podcast, John, in two thousand thirteen. Yeah. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a good five years. I'm ready uh, for yeah. Uh, yeah. a full console one here. Um, the online system, John. We'll be learning more about that this month in May. In May, yeah, that's cool. Uh, so this either means they want to get it out of the way with, so they don't have to talk about it. Um, at, at E3, and they want to talk about some other stuff. They probably want to talk about actual games. Yeah, yeah. You don't think this is bad? They're going to talk about this in May. They're not trying to like. No, I think that's good. I think that yeah. means they had probably a lot of stuff at E3. They rather talk about than okay. You know, if they had nothing at E3, they probably just wait and talk about E3 and to fill time and stuff. So very true. Yeah, it's good. Um, and then I uh, just to mention South Park. Uh, the fractured butthole is out on Switch, <laughs> and apparently has a bug when you try there's, to save. There's a bug. <laughs> Otherwise, you got eight out of ten from Nintendo. Hey, uh, how can it still get an eight out of ten with a save? I bug? think the save bug did not become known until after this review. Oh, so they didn't encounter it. Okay. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I guess it's going to be fixed in the next update. I have not picked this up. I will be uh, picking this up later on maybe a sale or after I'm done with Tropical Freeze and Hyrule Warriors and Mario Tennis. And there's a lot of stuff coming out here. So I- I'm going to wait for this one. Me too. I probably won't even get it. I, I did finish uh, SteamWorld Dig 2 uh, yesterday. Um, that is one fine video game, John. <laughs> Uh, six point uh, six hours and forty five minutes. It was my completion time for my first. Wow, game. that's not bad. So uh, yeah, it's it's definitely a manageable game. Like it, uh, it's a very tight game. Uh, exploration is really fun. Uh, the leveling up's great. I love at the end how overpowered you you feel. Uh, yeah, I also picked up Robonauts, which was on sale for like 
two bucks, two, two dollars, yeah, something I saw like that. that. I saw that. Yeah, it's like ninety percent off. It's like okay, let's pick this up. I'm having fun with it so far. Uh, parts of it remind me of uh, Armillo, but a different genre within that kind of idea. Because you're jumping from like globe, like planet to planet a little bit, which I think you did some of that in Armillo. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And then uh, I mentioned I'm playing Doom and uh, playing. I played a little bit more Skyrim. I think uh, I'm gonna. That'll be a game I finish this year. And uh, <laughs> this year, you know, it's a you know, it's a game uh, I'll return to for time to time. Um, and then I'm playing a lot of my my PS4. I'm, I'm finished God of War. I'm playing Heavy Rain now. I'm trying to get through some some backlog here. You know, so. Anything of note you want to mention you've been playing or anything else? Nope. Same old, same old. Cool, cool. Anything on the horizon with... Uh, are you going to be double dipping in Hyrule or Donkey Kong? or? Uh... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if I ended up tomorrow with Donkey Kong. It wouldn't shock me. Cool. Uh, so the, the re- reversal cover. Reversal covers. Physical cool. people? Get the yeah. Cartridge. Which I'd probably get the physical. You would, okay. Yeah, like... <sighs> This game's get big, and like even a one twenty eight gig card that I have, it's gonna get pretty full if I keep buying. You know, like I know, yeah, Sm- the, the I know Smash and Animal Crossing I will download, but other than that, yeah, like the two hundred gig card are about sixty bucks if you get it the right time now. Yeah, so that's good. I mean, I personally have a a very nice uh, sized card. Uh, I don't even know how big it is. I think it's the four hundred. Uh, wow. That's yeah, I have, the, I have the 400 gig. So I have 153 gigs open still. Dang, um, that's insane. And I have a... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I have the biggest one I could find. You know? Wow. Yeah, I didn't yeah. want to spend that much, but... Uh, it's so nice having everything. I gotta, sure say, I gotta say, though, like, the archive system on Switch, that system is well thought out, I think. I think it's better than, like, Microsoft and PlayStation as far as... Reminding you, you have your software and making it easy to get it back. Yeah, like, like it, it still shows up in your in your list of what you played and when you played it. It just there's a cloud icon, and you just if you want to open it, it's kind of like iPhone, where if you have that automatic offload system for apps, and you hit it in search or whatever, it'll just start installing. It's kind of like that for Switch, and gotta say it makes it so you could live quite comfortably on you know. Say a hundred or two hundred gigs or four hundred if you're like me, um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I think it's a really well thought out system and uh, something you did not do as well. I, yeah, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's an understatement. Yeah, that's an uh, understatement. Yeah. Um, but uh, anything else, uh, news-wise or otherwise, you want to mention? No, I think that's it. Cool. Well, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me uh, on Twitch and YouTube. I've been streaming a good bit lately of Splatoon at John's Nintendo Carts, and I'm on Twitter and Instagram at John Wesley A. Cool deal. Uh, how how do you actually set up your stream for that? What do you plug into? <clears throat> I have a 5K iMac um, next to my 4K display, which my Switch uh-huh. is hooked up to. Um, that is hooked up to my Elgato Game Capture HD 60, okay. the, the Game Capture HD 60, which does 60 frames, 1080p, um, which is the HDMI for the Switch goes through that and then to a USB uh, to the uh, 
iMac. The iMac. Okay, cool. And then they have their own app that lets me record and send to Twitch and everything like that. Yeah, Elgato. Yeah, they're they're great with with that with that stuff. Yeah, I had a Razer one before, and I was kind of boot camping into Windows, and it was really just a pain. So I just got rid of it and got an Elgato because it works with my system native, so it's much better. Cool deal. Yeah, I recommend it. Uh, I like it a lot. Yeah, I. I, I I wonder if Switch will ever get native streaming like that. I don't know. Uh, honestly, when when you look at like the system that saves the the thirty second <laughs> video clips, like yeah. it's already it's already like what? It's like you know, it's the system's chugging. That'll just be to do the that. Switch yeah. Pro. Yeah, for definitely. People that want to get paid to, to yeah. play Switch. I think the system needs a little bit more RAM to keep up with a uh, live stream. Hello there. Welcome to part two of level 182. I'm here with Aaron Rivera, and we're going to dive into Labo and, most importantly, the awesome piano that we both made. Yeah. Hey, how's it going? Pretty good. I'm so tired. I've had a very busy, like, month. I feel like I haven't really had time to do much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you had enough time uh, to build a piano, thankfully. I did, um, yeah. Was it cathartic? Was it as cathartic for you as it was for me? That was a very relaxing activity for me. Well, so I went with a friend to a stand-up comedy that night, and then as we we're leaving, I was like, "Hey, I just you know got a Nintendo Labo. You want to come by and you know we can build something?" He's like, "All right." So we we go. We pick the piano like right away because that's yeah, the one that's, that I was like, the most one, excited for. Right? Yeah. Absolutely. But apparently. I don't know. Is that the most time-consuming one? Is that the hardest uh, one? I'd, I'd, I'd say so. I haven't built the house or the fishing rod, but yeah. from what I've heard, the piano is the most in-depth one. Well, uh, I, I started with the car, which yeah. was like a 10-minute thing, and then I went to the piano. It's like, okay, I'm ready for the piano. I build a car. Okay. Um, here's my lovely car, my little... Um, <laughs> and uh, the car's a lot of fun. It, like I said, it takes 10 minutes to build, uh, yeah. even less probably. Um but uh, it's just fascinating seeing this thing move across the table and changing the vibration frequency to, to change how it controls and seeing that IR camera, you can see your face in it if you point it at you <laughs> um, and it will you know, go towards targets. And my dog is kind of concerned about that car, uh, I must say, <laughs> with it moving. <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah, the car's great. Uh, that if if you have ten minutes uh, today, I would recommend building that. It's a small, quick, easy thing to to check out. Okay. Well, it was around like midnight, and we ended up uh, starting that thing, and we got done around two thirty to <laughs> oh my three in the morning. So it was really late, and um, yeah, it. I don't know. At that point, you know, it was super late. We were. We were just kind of getting not really frustrated with it, but we were like, "Okay, can we just be done?" I'd like, recommend this as a leisurely late morning or afternoon <laughs> activity for the yeah. folks at home. Yeah, uh, yeah. So uh, I'm very impressed with just the build quality of my piano. I must say, yeah, it was pretty amazing. So there are some keys, and once you're like building those, you. Uh, like there was one point I was thinking, well, how is this going to work as a key? Mm -hmm. And then you just slide it in place. And then all of a sudden it has like a little bit of um, like resistance and yeah. it actually works like a key. And it was, it was a pretty amazing. I, I really yeah. wish uh, there was a Labo pro that had like two and a half octaves worth. I don't yeah. know how much that camera can track, how much distance it could cover. 
But imagine uh, two and a half octaves. Uh, you have the lever thing, but that still doesn't help you cross octave, uh, really. I guess yeah. that's what the uh, you can record. So I guess that's what the eight track recording is for. You'd record one track in one octave, then the other track in another one. You could piece it together, but it'd be nice to to have a bigger piano. Yeah. I or if you could do two controllers, that could be one way. Oh yeah, that could work. Yeah. Yeah. The most I've seen so far is four controllers active at a time with the two RC cars that you can build and have. You can battle where you have two RC cars going and running into each other. <laughs> Just fun, nice. um, but I would really like uh, an option for those with multiple Joy Cons, like uh, myself. Uh, I have a lot of Joy Cons that could put could put to use in Labo. I'd love uh, some some options where you use an insane amount of Joy Cons to see what happens. You know? Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, uh, I, I was very impressed with just the instructions and how that all worked. Yeah, it was really simple. One thing I. I did not like about it though is that they didn't tell you about all the options to speed forward through the building and like until later steps. So <laughs> you can yeah. stretch like the bottom arrow to make it go faster and they don't tell you that until about your fifth or sixth step. <laughs> right. Yeah. So. Which yeah, that is a little frustrating. Yeah. Did you go through all the discover activities yet to learn more about No. Okay. I I have only really built it and then just kind of played around with yeah, just like making sounds and stuff. Okay. One thing uh, I've noticed, though, so on those pieces that you drop into the hole, yeah, um, you have those little pieces of tape at the bottom, mm-hmm. and mine are always peeled back. Like, huh. so yeah, I get done, you know, playing, and then I have to fold them back over because they've like fallen down. I've not had that happen yet. So I think I'm going to have to take a piece of like clear tape and try to put it around and see if that holds. Them yeah, up. yeah. The thing I'm most fascinated with is the uh, the vibration mode of the piano, where you just turn one of the Joy Cons vibrates to pitch. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you done this yet? Yes, yeah, I have. That's pretty interesting. Now I understand why you can only do a single note at a time, obviously, but I'd love a option to have multiple boxes set up. That you can put the Joy-Con on top of a box and it'll sound a little bit different depending on what box you put it on. I love uh, the ability to have a bunch of Joy Cons so I can do chords uh, with Joy Cons doing the chords. That'd be amazing. Yeah. Um, once again, <laughs> multiple Joy Cons. Please, Nintendo, enable that as a pro option. Um, yeah, and the uh, you discovered the lever will do octave up and down. Yep. And then. Uh, there's like cat noises and all. I don't know. There's some weird yeah. stuff in there. And then the like frequency thing. Did you mess around with that a lot? Uh, that's where you can pro. Oh, this is yeah, where you can program waveforms. Is that yeah. what you're talking about? Yeah. It's uh, it, it's first off amazing. I really hope like Etsy has like someone <laughs> that just goes to town and like sells like a pack of like every instrument you'd want. Yeah. Because so you can basically cut out a piece of paper. Yep. Or do a cardboard, and uh, it'll program into your piano what waveform you want. <laughs> so you can make it sound like a clarinet or a tuba or something. Uh, it's it's, well, it's bonkers. So it's, there's this little like plot at the top, and you stick stuff into it. It scans it like a yeah. So it's got a scanner. I don't and know. It scans like really well. I was surprised how how well it picks stuff up in there, and it shows you what the controller can see. 
Yeah. And yeah, it's pretty amazing. Yeah, that stuff's fascinating. You can also scan rhythm, rhythm beats. So uh, they have this uh, punch out card, and you can punch out different holes, and that'll give you a beat uh, for the eight track recorder. So yeah, I don't know about that thing. I punched out all the holes. Oh, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> watch the discover video. Did you save your our punch outs? No. Oh, Aaron. They, they, right. they give you a special box that you can you can make a box. They, a Labo has a box that uh, a little tiny like uh, coin box that is designed to keep all those punch outs, so you can put them in when you want to uh, change your. Oh. Game. Well, basically each changed. line is a different instrument. So you have like hi hat, bass drum, snare yeah. drum, and you punch out accordingly to to set up your beat. Well, I lost them. It's mm-hmm. too bad. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then you know if you like shake if you like uh shake the piano a little bit, it'll vibrato the instrument. No. It'll like be expressive and stuff. Yeah. Um what else? I'm probably gonna have to buy a replacement piece then. For the punch outs? Yeah. Maybe. Um because yeah. they were saying that you can buy replacement parts, so I'll just, you know, you can, get yeah. my replacement. Yeah, I mean for I think twelve bucks I can make another piano which I mean that's a fun thing to make. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, that's yeah. not bad. Um, yeah, uh, it's uh, the the amount of re- of planning and research that would have had gone into designing the yeah. instructions. They got some smart people over there. Well, like the whole thing, like who would think of making these pieces of cardboard fit together in that way to make a piano? That's I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's and it's fascinating seeing uh, the camera view of what the Joy Cons are seeing. It's like it's so in depth. It's like oh, it works because there's a piece of reflective tape. Yeah. They never overlap. There's always a distinction, so it can know where that's it, that is. And it's teaching kids and adults to you know basic programming stuff with the garage feature. Uh, yeah. Someone built a working clock out of Labo garage i'm not sure if you've seen that i know i haven't and so uh, stuff's bonkers on twitter i wish there was like a mario maker share feature in labo garage because i'm not gonna take the time to, to do a lot of this stuff but, yeah but i'd love to install it from like you know mario maker style kind of yeah that would be really cool because twitter has just been fascinating seeing what people are making with this um yeah it's 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 bonkers um <laughs> So yeah. you haven't put together the fishing pole, or you did? I have not. I'm saving that. I just put, built the car and the piano. Yeah. Um, I've been I, pretty consumed, Aaron, I have to admit, with God of War. I uh, uh, I beat the PS4 <laughs> one, and then I felt felt inspired to play the original trilogy, so I, I got the PS Now service, uh, the free trial, seven-day yeah. free trial. And I uh, played the original, and now I'm about halfway through God of War 2. Um, those are some fine old... Old video games with it. They're they're still enjoyable, those old ones. Yeah. I still uh, haven't played them, but I have been playing through Tomb Raider. Ooh, that so, is like on my upcoming list. I want to play through both of those before uh Shadow comes out. Yeah, that's what I'm doing now. So I played through the first one and I, I played that on PlayStation three, so now I'm playing um on PC. That was on last gen, the the yeah. reboot. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And sorry so. for the non Nintendo talk, we're gonna do a little bit <laughs> here. Uh any uh, any more Labo stuff you want to talk about before we move on? 
yeah, so I'm gonna do the the fishing pole. So next time that that we talk, we can we can go over that because I'm thinking that that would be a fun thing to do while sitting outside on like my balcony. Totally. <laughs> yeah. So so that's what I plan on building next. So, so you like live with people and stuff. <laughs> Is this yeah. something that you think they'd be interested in partaking in and helping build stuff with you? No. No, not really. <laughs> no. They're not artsy, artsy, crafty people. Well, yeah, but not really when it comes to you know, like video game kind of things. You don't think this would cross the uh, boundary level of it not being a video game? I don't think so. Okay. I don't, yeah, I don't think that this would. Um, it have to come in with paper instructions. Is that the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think so. I think okay. it would. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, I ran into the problem when I was building the my my switch was running out of power because I wanted to. You can do it docked. Oh, they do have yeah, a mode for yeah. that, but I I wanted to do it undocked, and uh, I had to take some breaks to charge it a little bit. Yeah, yeah so I charged mine up completely. Uh, it was one hundred percent when I started building a piano. When I got through, it was at thirty eight percent. I took longer than you did as well. Take uh, oh, okay. it probably took three and a half, close to four hours for me. Maybe. Yeah. Well, then I started playing around with it, and then I only was able to play around for about 15 minutes, and then my Switch died. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, that I was just really want to dig into and do some like recordings and stuff, because I can play the piano. I have to become a master at the cardboard piano, because I've seen some people on Twitter spit out some pretty impressive tunes. I must yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a super fascinating thing. I don't think I have room for the robot to even store that anywhere. Yeah. I finished the piano and I don't know where I'm going to put it. (laughs) So I have it on the shelf right now. Yeah. I mean, it looks cool. Like it looks like an interesting talking piece. I don't know, but yeah, I have a uh, drawer that it fits into quite nicely for me. Nice. Um, But I really hope there's a variety set to this holiday or something. Like I want more of this. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, uh, I'm excited to see what, people come up with for a garage and stuff like that um any inclination to get the robot at any point in the future do you have room to store uh, that no not really and i was never really interested in it from the start i really just wanted the piano and the yeah. fishing pole <laughs> the robot is the last nintendo wii u game but on switch <laughs> oh yeah it's a project Ro- robot <laughs> oh gosh yeah um so Labo, it's a thing. It's a pretty cool thing. I'd recommend everyone. I'd recommend everyone check that out. This out. I think like it's a fun just thing to do. It's very cathartic. Yeah, yeah. I think so. The friend that was putting this together with me, you know, he wasn't really int- well. He was like sort of interested in it, but you know, he didn't pick it up at launch or anything. Yeah, and it probably would have went without ever picking it up until he came over and put that together. And he's like, "This was really cool. I'm like, I have to get it now." That's awesome. So yeah, yeah I think everyone just needs to go out and try it. If you have any doubts, just go out and it's try a, it. It's, it's a, a big box, I must say. It's yeah. one big. That's the biggest uh, Nintendo box ever. Yeah. I must say also the uh, the amount of coins they give you for redeeming that cartridge. Come on, Nintendo. They oh, only give you uh, six, 60 coins. I haven't even done that. I uh, redeemed it. 60, uh, 60 <laughs> coins for a $70 title. Wow. Uh, they, their math is a bit odd in that one with the cardboard. I don't know where they they rationalize the breakdown of what the cartridge <laughs> price should be versus... Uh, yeah. For something, yeah, that you can only get, for something you can only get 
physically, that seems a bit low for Nintendo. But anyways. Yeah, <sighs> yeah I, I probably um, charge yeah. just ten dollars for the cartridge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I, I mean so I wish you could have this as a digital download, but I understand uh why not. But uh, uh I got I gotta say the cartridge like case that comes in is pretty unique. Uh, I really it like is. the design of that. Yeah. Um but different. The uh the other game I've been playing a little bit this week in the Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and Switch. That is one fine port. It uh, feels great in handheld mode. That's what I played most of it as, as like a break from God of War every now and then. Nice. Um, and uh, I'm enjoying the funky mode. I'm mostly playing with Donkey Kong still, just with the benefits of not having it being as super difficult. Because I already 200% of the game, I, I did everything that you could in the Wii U game. So uh, I, I'm okay for a more casual experience this time. Okay. But a uh, really great soundtrack as always. Great level design and uh, beautiful on Switch. Yeah. Well, I haven't been playing my Switch as much, but today I did start getting back into. I was playing some Xenoblade Chronicles too. Yeah, that's one. So game. yeah, but uh, you know, I was I was at work too, so I yeah. couldn't really do much. So I was basically just doing uh, the Merc mission. Yeah, that's a great. Yeah, the Merc missions. <laughs> you can do that anytime, really. Yeah. Just let it sit there. I wish the there was a I wish there was a mode that could just like automatically has him go back out. Yeah. So a little bit of babysitting. Can you only do one work mission at a time? Right now I only have one team. Do you unlock You will more unlock teams? more as you okay, as your merc level rises. Yep. I believe that's okay, how it's that's done. What I was thinking, yeah, because I saw I'm really close to a level up and I hope yeah. that it Yep, so up. level up your merc mis- your mercs and you'll get more missions and all okay. that. Yeah. Uh I pre-ordered uh, Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition, saw of that, and it been under two weeks. Very excited to play through that one again. Yeah, I really want that. I think that's going to be the next thing that I get on Switch. Because so. I didn't play the 3DS version or any of the DLC, so there's going to be a lot of new stuff in there. Yeah, and I only barely played my Wii U version, and I didn't get any of like the DLC or anything. So Yeah, and yeah. I beat uh, Fire Emblem Warriors, and that game just reminded me how much I enjoy those games. Even for Fire Emblem, I don't really un- have a strong connection to that franchise. Uh, and then you realize, I-, I rather enjoy just beating these people up with, <laughs> with the-, the stuff. And yeah, yeah. So I'm excited for the Hyrule Warriors. They'll they'll be, yeah, solid title. And uh, slowly and slowly, the Wii U is drifting away into not having any exclusive games. <laughs> yeah. Uh, did you see Nintendo pull Tropical Freeze for like a day or two from the Wii U eShop? Yeah, so I, I don't know glitch. what to think of that. So <laughs> it's either that they did it, um, you know, to try to, you know, get more sales on the Switch or kind of force people to, you know, get a Switch for that game or something. I don't know, something along those lines. Or if they're on the website, they see, oh, $20 on Wii U, 60 on Switch. What the heck? Yeah. Yeah. Um, or it was just, you know, some sort of glitch or maybe they were just updating something like, who knows? Hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully I, wonder, I do wonder if it was back. public outcry that they put it back on. It's like, yeah, it seems like it was because <laughs> that was a kind of quiet thing that just disappeared. It was, it seemed sort of specific and the timing. <laughs> right. Was, uh, yeah. yeah. The person was going in to update the metadata. And, Oops. It's gone. Yep. <laughs> oh gosh. But I, I've no qualms paying $60 for a really quality title like Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. I mean, it took work 
porting it, I'm sure. Uh, evidently, Retro did the port for this, is what uh, the Nintendo podcast mentioned. Um, hmm. So the original developer. Um, so that's the new that's the new retro game this year, guys. Uh, is Tropical Freeze that they've been working on that really hard. I don't know. Like now, I'm kind of starting to you know wonder. At first, I was I was all for the sixty dollar price, but now I'm like, if you're going to continue bringing all of these Wii U games, they you know might I consider wish there was like a, price. I wish like there was a system of you already own it when Wii U it's registered. Let's give you a digital discount kind of thing. That would be nice if they could do that. Um, yeah, but most of the, the the Wii U games I own physically, so that wouldn't really help me uh, for that regard. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, all of these games I already have, and so it's kind of, it's it's hard now for me to justify buying them again just to have it on the Switch. Yeah. Um, do you think like Nintendo? There's talk that like the PS4, Xbox One, they're in this platform which is infinitely upgradable to a new processor and CPU of the same class where everything's backwards compatible. Do you think Nintendo sees the Switch as this is a great platform that will continue to get processor enhancements over time and we're going to make newer Switches, but backwards compatibility will be more of a thing going forward because of this, like, like a similar thing that's happening with PlayStation and Xbox. Do you think Nintendo will follow suit with that? Um, that's hard to say because Nintendo, you know, historically hasn't, you know, given us any sort of indication that that's what they're all about because they're always looking forward to something new. Yeah, the end of it, um, right? That's the yeah. whole thing that changed up. <laughs> However, yeah. um, you know, they, the Switch is a big hit and their last big hit with the Wii, they did stretch that out for a little while longer than, you know, some other generations. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were to stretch this out. And I could see just because of the current limitations of the system, uh, some uh, like revisions. Mm-hmm. Uh, so short term, I think they, they may do that, but I don't think that the long term, like, yeah. like 20 years from now, we're not going to be on some. Yeah, switch yeah for sure. Ready. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, curious to see what the future is of this. Yeah, I mean, even ten years from now, I don't think that we're really going to be on the switch any longer. I think that it'll be something new, but I think during that time, we'll we'll definitely see some some like revisions of the switch. Yeah, yeah. And I'm curious if like if they are able to innovate still, change the form factor around, leave the processor uh, the same, uh, or like a newer version of that same architecture where maybe it's a different form factor that can still play this stuff. Because the Switch is uses buttons. There's nothing weird about it, really. Um, they could have, I think... Yeah, I'll, I'll be curious to see if they have backwards compatibility. Like, if this is, like, the uh, new uh, new place to, to go back to. Because for a while, I mean, the Wii, the Wii went back to GameCube. GameCube... Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know. There's been backwards compatibility before. Yeah. But, you know, we haven't... I mean, we don't have any sort of backwards compatibility now. No, it's clean, this clean break. Yeah, clean break. Yeah. yeah, and I don't know. I I wish that we can get that virtual console up and running. That's something. Great. Yeah. Um. So let's segue a little bit to some non Nintendo stuff for those interested. For those not, uh, thanks for listening. Um. Speaking of playing old games, uh, PlayStation Now, Aaron, is a service that I tried. Back when it launched, uh, that was back when it was the rental model. You could rent a game for like four or five bucks. Now it's a subscription. 
I've got the seven day free trial. It's twenty bucks a month, which is extremely high, or fifteen if you pay for three months at a time. Uh, a lot of money, but um, I've been surprised how uh, impressive the service is currently. I've um, played through the uh, God of War one and half a two, and it feels like they're local games at this point. The audio is crisp. There's no latency. I'd not. It doesn't feel like I'm on a, a server streaming it to me anymore. It feels like a native latency is there. The visuals are there. It's it's come a long way. I'm very impressed so far. Yeah, it's so, pretty cool. Yeah, so that's that's something I'd have to check out. I know it's on PC, so I know you don't have a PlayStation box anymore. So if there is like Infamous or some of the exclusives that you want to check out, this might be worth a look, at least the seven-day free trial to see if it... Yeah, I think I might do at least the trial because there there is a couple of games that I do want to play, and I've been recently looking at a PlayStation, like picking up a PlayStation yeah. just to get those, but I can't really justify, the, you know, just having a whole other console for two or three games. So Yeah. <laughs> I mean, PS4 is going to have some great exclusives that aren't on now, but uh, PS3 yeah. had some great ones. Um, I still want to play through Infamous 1 and 2. I haven't done that. Um, but, yeah, there are some PS4 games on now as well. I don't think the newest stuff, but uh, some of them are on there. Um, but, yeah, the, the Now service, it's I don't have really fast... I got, like, a cheap $30 Comcast internet. I, it's not really that fast of internet, and it's... It's been impressive. There's only been one or two moments where it's like, oh, it's streaming. But other than that, it's been rock solid the whole time. And these nice. are long gaming sessions. Uh, yeah. You know, this weekend where um, I'm able to do that. And uh, it's held up. You know, it, it hasn't been like my internet hasn't given out. It's like, what are you doing, Tim? This is, it's been holding up just fine. So uh, that said, God of War on PS4. Man, is that a good game? <laughs> it, it's uh <laughs> Uh, it's it's really interesting playing the original ones, having played that and just seeing how far it's come. And yeah. uh, there are some like annoyances in the original games of of things the new one doesn't have. Like on the original games, you're walking on a a plank and you have to make sure your character doesn't fall off. Uh, the new game doesn't have any like moments where you're just gonna be do a stupid mistake and die for no reason. Like it's, uh, <laughs> Uh, well, that yeah. was old school games. That's the it way was. it was. You yeah, just had to learn the mechanics so that that way you don't die. I know. Yeah. Or not to walk on certain spots. I know, right? Yeah. Falls through. Uh, but, but yeah, tell me about Tomb Raider. <laughs> this is, uh, oh, I also finished, um, finished Heavy Rain recently. Uh, that was another one I wanted to knock off. I'm going through all my backlog this, this summer. Yeah. <laughs> so Heavy Rain was another one that I really enjoyed that. Um, I'll talk about more later. But uh, Tomb Raider. I want to play these. What, what, what are your thoughts so far? Yeah, so I've already played uh, the first one, and I played a little bit into the second one, but then I took a long break. And so when I came back to, like, once I heard about this new one, I was like, all right, I'm just going to start over so I can get, you know, just a full scope of this of this whole, you know, yeah. now trilogy that's going to be here. So, uh, yeah, the the first one is, it's just a really great game. It's, it's basically... Um, you know, like the reboot of the whole series and you start as Lara Croft, you know, just this teenager who's kind of, she, she knows a lot about history and, you know, archeology span and stuff. And, but she's not the tomb Raider that, okay. you know, of. I, like and the by the box art, I thought she was like mid twenties by this point. Oh, this is, is she, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe oh, mid twenties. Sure the game say an age or no, I don't think so, but she's, she's young. Yeah. She could okay. be in her twenties. Yeah. 
Yeah, probably 20s because I think she went to college and everything. She's yeah. already talked about all that. But <laughs> yeah. But but then uh, basically you uh, shipwreck on um, like this island and um, you try to rescue your friends. And there's this tribe that lives on the island and they um, are kind of in this cult um, about this old Japanese um, sun queen. Uh, and you end up finding that village and uh, you have to like defeat the the bad people it's it's pretty great and then, like yeah. along the way she becomes like it gets pretty dark she like has to confront you know this fact that she's killing all these people and stuff although she had never killed anyone up until that point and yeah that's cool uh yeah, yeah i i got both of these on ps4 and uh they were on sale i think i picked them up for both 18 combined or something it was like yeah. five bucks or one i don't know good sale um i i have i have them on xbox one but i don't want to play stuff on there things yeah like, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah the new ones in the 4k and all that good stuff so i'm excited to see what that looks like yeah that new one looks really good so my pc can't even play it at 60 frames per second at the max settings i have to go down to 30 is it's yeah it just looks insane yeah. and uh but even when I play on just like high settings, it still looks pretty good. So, yeah, I've heard just even Rise of Tomb Raider. I've heard that thing looks just phenomenal. Yeah, well, um, that's the one I was talking about. Oh, yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, that's um, the, the PS4 Pro optimization. Some yeah. series, what that looks like. The first one, Tomb Raider, uh, I can run that at like max settings, sixty frames per second, and I'm surprised how you know good this looks. I can see off. Yeah, it's a distance. 2013 game, right? Yeah, and yeah. Looks yeah, really I totally forgot it was on game. PS3 and Xbox 362. Yeah. It's like uh, the original Destiny was on those platforms, if you remember. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah my backlog has been uh, been getting slaughtered this uh, past little bit here. Uh, beat Firewatch, Brother, it's Tale of Two Sons. Um, yeah. Um, there's a lot I need to play Firewatch. I might do that tomorrow. Just sit down and do it. It only takes only, five right? hours. Yeah. Yeah, I finished it in uh, one. Yeah, it was one session. Yeah, just yeah. one session. Really cool experience. Really cool. Yeah. Um, and I really want to play Life is Strange at some point this summer. Uh, that's yeah. another like short one that I've heard good things about. So uh, I recently, actually, just a couple days ago, uh, got uh, Gone Home. Twitch has it free. Oh yeah. Uh, have you ever, yeah. you've never played that or have never you? never played it? Oh, good. Did you go in with any spoilers or have you started it yet? Uh, I haven't even started it yet. I was just looking at my library here. I can. I'm clicking install right now. Excellent. <laughs> Have you played any of the Persona games? Uh, I played Persona Four Golden on Vita. Yeah. Okay. You enjoyed it? Um. Yeah, I did. I didn't actually uh, like finish the game, but the amount that I played, I did enjoy, and I kept it around. Even though I got rid of my Vita, I still have my PlayStation TV. And I kept that game. So. Oh, PlayStation TV. That's I did. Oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. They discontinued that thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I got the Persona Five. It was on a flash sale, so oh, I got nice. that. At some point, that's that's gonna be a big endeavor. At some point, I'll play that. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to just uh, make it through both these God of War games because uh, those are the two I need to get done on the PS Now trial. I've got the third one as a remastered on PS4. I had I've owned that one for about two years or three years probably. I got it a long time ago when it was on sale. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll finally play that. 
Um, and it's been fascinating. Uh, the original God of War, there's all these like DVD bonus features in the uh, game after you finish it, like the making of and deleted scenes. The uh, developer like walks you through betas of different things they cut from the game, and it's kind of interesting what they did with all that back then. Yeah, that's cool. Um, yeah, anything else you want to talk about? Excited about? Uh, that's about all I got. I finally did a lot of... Um like unpacking the past couple of weeks. So I was able to get some stuff up. Like I got my sign up behind me yep. and I got all my led lights. So you can't really see it here, but I, I finally <laughs> got my lighting behind uh, my displays and it's all yeah. green. And so this room is just lit up green all the time. There you go. That, that that's, doesn't drive you insane being all green. Like, the no, matrix. it's, it's really nice. You should watch I the like matrix it. in that room. That I would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Uh, <laughs> Unrelated to video games, but did you see if in Affinity War? Um, no, I have not seen that. Okay, you seen it in theaters? Are you waiting? I don't know. I I do want to see it in theaters. I just I don't know. Okay, are you really... caught up with all the Marvels? Do you have no? Thor 3, Black I, so Panther? I haven't seen Thor, and I haven't seen I haven't even seen Thor two, the second one. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I haven't seen um, Avengers two, the second one. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, I'd see Thor 3 for sure before you see Infinity War. That's the most important one. Okay. Yeah. Because basically the movie starts up where th- Thor 3 leaves it. So. Okay. Yep. But uh, but anyways, um, I think that'll do it for this this uh, episode here. Yeah. Um, Aaron, where can folks find you on the interwebs? Uh, you can find me everywhere at Sage Kinkajou. <laughs> Excellent. And... Uh, back next time for level 183 you can find me at handle t-c-h-a-t-e-n youtube.com slash t-channel for the video version of the show and we'll be back next time for level 183 bye bye Amazon Google Apple Android iOS Alexa Siri technology sci-fi video games tablets computers, flash drives, toys, weather, and general silliness. Geekiest show ever, every week on the MyMac Podcasting Network.